welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is episode nine, and this is your host, Sarah Hart Unger. Best Laid Plans is the podcast where we discuss all things planning related, from planners to planning techniques and more. Today's episode is a little bit of a potpourri episode. I actually took notes for this episode in my bullet journal, which is not typical for me. I think one day I just sort of started doodling. I often do this on like a Friday night when my kids are watching movies. If I'm kind of done with like real planning and I just want to write some fun lists or brainstorm, I'll just take a blank page in my bullet journal and and write something down. And this past weekend, I wrote ideas for the next episode of Best Laid Plans. And I actually came up with a few things that I wanted to talk about. So that's why this is kind of a potpourri episode. And maybe in the future, we'll dig deeper into one of these topics because I think there's so much more there. And in fact, I could even imagine some book-themed episodes. I'm going to mention some of my favorite planning books in this episode. So maybe we'll take deeper dives into some of these philosophies and um, wise words that come in these books at a later point. But today, I figured I would just give a wide view of some of my absolute favorite resources for planning-related books, planning podcasts, And then a little sneak peek at the fall planning previews that I have been looking at, mostly on Instagram. By the way, just to remind you, I do have an account. It's shoebox underscore plans on Instagram. And if you look at who, if you want to build your own just planning centric account, because maybe you don't want to look at your regular account, you want a really soothing account filled with only planning related content. This is kind of what I did. So like I have my regular account, which is the shoebox, the underscore shoebox. And that has people I know and different political figures and such. But shoebox plans, all I follow is like artists and planners and planner companies. And it's really a very soothing experience to look at that feed, maybe a little too soothing sometimes, if you know what I mean, can get lost in it for a while. But anyway, if you're looking for inspiration of other planner accounts to follow, if you look at who shoebox plans is following, there are a lot of great options in that list that you may want to consider adding to your own planning focused feed. And give me a shout out if you end up creating your own planner focused stream to look at. I feel like Instagram should actually have a better way of creating different streams under the same account. But now I've just given them an idea. Instagram, you can take that one and run with it. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was some of my absolutely favorite podcasts that relate to planning. I follow about a million podcasts. I don't have time to listen, to be honest, to every episode of every podcast that I follow. I used to have a lot of time where I spent driving in my car because I used to work about 40 minutes um, and sometimes an hour in traffic, honestly, on a bad day from where I worked. But I moved closer and currently I'm working from home three out of five days per week, most weeks. So I really don't have the time that I used to to spend listening to podcasts, which is bittersweet because I guess it's less time stuck in the car. But I do miss some of these podcasts. But anyway, I certainly still cherry pick the episodes that look interesting from these podcasts. And there are a few that I almost never miss every week. So without further ado, I will tell you some of my favorite planning related podcasts. The first is a new discovery called Planners and Wine. Planners and Wine is two women, Myra and Megan, I believe. Oh my gosh, I know one of them is definitely Myra, and I apologize, Megan, if it's a different name. Um, They are two women. They are both Black. They are clearly really good friends. They are really immersed in the planner community and have so much passion about planners and how it brings people together, and they have 
great connections with different brands. And I just, I just really enjoy listening to their podcast. Um, fun fact, I accidentally won a contest <laughs> that they hosted because I left them a review because I wanted them to know how awesome I thought they were. And I didn't realize they were giving away gift cards to people who won, who left reviews. So I got this like surprise message. You have won a $50 gift card. And that was kind of a great surprise. The gift card was to Aaron Condren and I'm not currently purchasing their products right now. You guys may know that brand is mired in a bit of controversy. Although I will admit their CEO, Tanya, I don't remember her last name, but first name is Tanya, did come on the Planners and Wine podcast. And uh, I was pretty impressed with their dedication to change as a company. And I loved how she took the time out to speak with Megan and Myra and, and even provided them, you know, stuff to give away. So I thought that was really cool. But I ended up giving my gift card to my sister. So there you go. Everyone wins. I got to share a little love. I accidentally got something out of it. But you should definitely check out their podcast. And that's Planners and Wine. I believe they're also launching a YouTube channel, which is super cool. The second one is the Organized 365 podcast. Now, Lisa Woodruff is the founder of Organized 365, and we actually had her on the other podcast that I co-host called Best of Both Worlds, and she was excellent. I believe she came on around January of 2019. I have continued to follow her. She's just a great spirit, really passionate about what she does as well. She really brings organizing to a very functional and non-glamorous level, which I really like because that is my jam. And... Her podcast is fantastic. Even if you never purchase anything from her, there is so much wisdom and great ideas that she shares in her podcast that I highly recommend you check that out. And that's Organized 365. The third one is relatively new. It's called Deep Thoughts by Cal Newport. I'm going to mention Cal again in my book section, um, but Cal Newport is a professor, but also expert on kind of productivity, studying, succeeding in life type of matters. And he actually does a really, really nice job. Um, I shouldn't have said actually, he does a really nice job describing various techniques that have helped him garner success in the world and how you can apply those same techniques. He also makes some really good points about, you know, deep work in our world and how it's very valued, but very hard to get in many circumstances and how you might try to make your life support a more deep and meaningful existence in, in different ways. Anyway, I'm kind of revolving around that, but you should definitely check out his podcast if you have not already. It's a pure question and answer format, which I don't know, maybe he'll change it up at some point um, because some of the questions I will say are starting to repeat themselves a little bit, but he often has different spins on things and it's, it's really quite interesting and often motivating for me to listen to his podcast. So that is the third one I wanted to mention. The fourth one I wanted to mention is, well, there's a lot of parallels between my podcast love and my book love here, and that's not accidental. I guess I just, a lot of the people that I have grown to love in their book writing have also now developed podcasts, which, which are often successful. But I wanted to mention my co-host of Best of Both Worlds is Laura Vanderkam, and I'm going to talk about her in the book section. She also has two podcasts, one of which I listen to, um, not every single episode because it's a daily podcast, but when I do, I'm always impressed with the little pearls she manages to bring out in such a short time. And I know her really well at this point. We've been working together closely for three years, uh, but sometimes I'll still get some new insights or, or fun things from her on this little podcast. And it's called Before Breakfast, Before with a four. 
I believe. But if you search for Laura Vanderkam, you will see Best of Both Worlds, which is our podcast together, plus her two podcasts. And Before Breakfast is a daily productivity tip. And I love that she also is really makes sure to be inclusive of different working situations, whether that is full-time, part-time, at home, at work, in office, freelance, you know, corporate, etc. So it really doesn't discriminate between any of those things. And there's lots of great pearls there. The fifth one, I have been listening to Michael Hyatt for like forever. And I really don't think I was ever in his target audience. So I'm not sure what drew me to his podcast. But to be completely honest, I have really enjoyed it over the years. And I continue to be a devotee and a subscriber. And his podcast is called Lead to Win. It used to open with this really kind of cheesy music. Like I wouldn't have wanted to have anybody hear me listen to this. But the things he said were always really valuable. I mean, he talks about success and the important role of rest and rejuvenation and planning, which you all know how I feel about planning. So not surprising that we see eye to eye there. And in more recent years, I've really enjoyed uh, that his daughter, Megan Hyatt Miller, has gone onto the podcast with him a great deal of the time. And I believe she may be the CEO of the company now, or at least has a very high up role. And She has kids, but is clearly very career focused as well. And she has great insights. And uh, they have, of course, really nice chemistry as father and daughter, but also co-workers on the podcast. Often a lot of really great ideas. So I enjoy that a lot. They also have a more planning focused podcast called Focus on This that you might want to check out if you've ever considered a full focus planner. I did use a full focus planner during the pandemic for a few months, and it was great. That podcast, I don't listen to every episode, but it does have some very deep dives into how you can really make the most out of using that planner or perhaps any daily planner with really structured prompts for goal setting. So yeah, I would say that is my list of favorite planning focused podcasts. So once again, that was Planners and Wine, Organize 365, Deep Thoughts with Cal Newport, Laura Vanderkam's Before Breakfast, and then Michael Hyatt's Lead to Win, and then also Focus on This. Maybe if you're making your list, uh, you'll have to let me know which planner podcast you love. Hopefully, Best Laid Plans will make your list. And by the way, this is a desperate plea a little bit, but please tell your friends about this podcast if you have friends that are into planners or planning and you know might appreciate it. I'm definitely trying to have it grow because at some point I do want to perhaps introduce some advertisers and I guess I really do think this podcast probably has a wider audience possible than it currently does have. And right now it is definitely a net negative um, to produce this podcast as it does cost money to have it edited and to host it and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, if you are able to spread the word in any way, like if you're on a forum for people who love planning or something like that, let them know about Best Laid Plans or leave me a review in any of the podcast apps. Okay, that was my desperate plea. The second thing I wanted to talk about, this list that I came up with in my bullet journal, was some favorite planning-related books. I would say the first two that I'm going to mention have been the most seminal in just molding the way I think about time and planning and structuring my day-to-day life. The first one is a total classic published in, I believe, 2001, maybe 2003, I think 2001, David Allen's Getting Things Done. And yes, I have read it probably three times from front to back, including the revised edition. And I've listened to it on audio at least once. I don't know. It's, I think it's just a very wise volume about how planning can make the rest of our lives better, how really thinking through how we want to use our days and keeping track of those 
kind of open loops is the word he uses that will otherwise drag us down to prevent that from happening can be just so incredibly important. I don't follow his system to the letter, but I definitely feel like my own system is inspired based on many getting things done principles. And so if you have not checked out the classic getting things done, I highly recommend it. You might want to consider the audiobook, but there are sort of some tables and things that that might not be as easily like flowcharts easily digested on the audiobook. So if you do do the audiobook, then you might want to take time to like Google some of the some of the flowcharts about his process. And if you just if I mean, there are so many free resources out there related to getting things done technique that if you just, you know, search for getting things done and like five steps or flowchart, you'll, you'll find a lot of images to kind of support what you're hearing if you do choose the audio version. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick, and what I'm hoping to wear all season, is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly, air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So that's the first one. The second one is actually 
again, I'm going to mention Laura. She's getting lots of shout outs today, but she really has uh, been a big influence on how I think about time in particular. I read Laura Vanderkam's book, 168 Hours, right after it came out, I believe in 2009 or 2010. And I just felt like it was such an insightful book into how we use our time and made me think about those hours very differently than I had before. Now, I read that book as a childless pediatrics resident. I thought I didn't have a lot of time, although in retrospect, I'm like, eh, I kind of had a lot of time compared to now when I have three children that kind of take up time when I'm not working or doing other things. But I still have time. And Laura has continued to teach me this. And her subsequent releases about time, I know how she does it. And that which, by the way, I believe I have some cameos in. Um, and then Off the Clock, which came out a couple of years later, they're all fantastic. So if you have not checked out her writing, you should do so. Off the Clock would be a great book to bring on vacation in particular. The third set of planning books are two books written by Cal Newport, who I just mentioned previously. The first one is Deep Work. This talks about the value of making sure that you have deep work in your career life. And deep work, he, I mean, it's kind of a long definition, but one way to tell if you're doing deep work is the work that you do that couldn't be done by a college student with like one day of training. If something that you do at work, so for example, for me, seeing patients and writing notes, like I don't think a college student could do that with one day of training. That actually is deep work, even if it doesn't always feel so deep for me at the time. I think we undervalue what we do sometimes. And Cal taught me that a little bit. Anyway, so that's a great book that talks about how we can get more of that deep work in our lives and careers because it's very satisfying and yet sometimes becomes elusive. And then Digital Minimalism is a book about well, kind of what it sounds like, why we all probably spend too much time on screens and how we can escape that. Now, I take a more moderate view. I do have an Instagram feed. I enjoy it at times. But I also see that there is value in making sure that the dose that you are taking of these digital distractions is in line with the benefits that you are getting out of them because there are certainly downsides. And for every minute that you're on Instagram, that's a minute that you're not reading, that you're not connecting with somebody in real life, that you are not paying attention to your child or your work. There is a cost to those things. And I think digital minimalism does a great job kind of really explaining those costs and what you can do about them. The fourth one I have read fairly recently, it was James Clear's Atomic Habits. He has an incredibly compelling backstory as an athlete who became injured and then kind of clawed his way back very little bit by bit at a time. Um, that would be a great book to read kind of closer to the new year because it really gets into the science and the techniques of building habits. And I love habits. I think habits are something that is, you know, your life is made up of habits and other things, but also habits, like a lot of habits. So really paying attention to and curating your habits to make sure they are working for you and not against you are so important. And I think that Atomic Habits gives you a really nice framework to help you improve your habits if that is something that you feel like you need to do. And we probably all need to do that. And finally, the last one, I really enjoyed Michael Hyatt's Free to Focus. I feel like his books haven't gotten as much. He gets more attention for his programs and courses and podcasts, but I have enjoyed several of his books. And the most recent one I read was Free to Focus. And it has some similarities to Deep Work, um, but gets maybe a little bit more practical in the strategies you can use to make sure that you are, you know, having the work life, work life in particular, that you really want to have. That also would be an excellent book to read towards the end of the year. He also has a book called Best Year Ever about kind of looking forward and planning your next year. That could be a great 
companion volume. So there you go. I do read more fiction than nonfiction, by the way. I do love the self-development genre, but I am not one of those people who like only reads that. I think I'm about two to one on novels to nonfiction, but I usually always like to have some great inspiring nonfiction kind of self-development book going because I feel like I get a lot out of them and I find them motivating. So it's probably a little nerdy, but those of you who are listening to a planning podcast can probably appreciate some of the value in that. So please let me know what your favorites are, what I missed in that list. So I'm going to take a few minutes and just pivot to some of the juicy fall releases I have seen on Instagram recently. Oh my goodness, there are so many amazing, beautiful planners coming out. And as somebody who you know, host this podcast and is super into understanding what the options are. I've been tempted to like buy them all, but then I clearly can't use them all and I don't want to be wasteful. And I don't know that I'd be able to give them away because I'd really want to try them at least. So (laughs) this puts me in a predicament, but I can at least tell you about all of the ones I've seen. And then maybe some of you can report back to me. So the stationary muse who I had on last week has now launched her planner. So you should absolutely check out her site. She has a business planner as well as a Live Love Inspired notebook that looks adorable, as well as some kind of pad type of products. Whitney English has her own line of planners now. So this is separate from Day Designer. I did not realize that she had parted ways with that company, but she has her own line called Whitney English Week on One Page. And it looks like a very functional layout with kind of like for each day, little check boxes on one side and the week, um, like kind of so you can put timed events on the other side. It's pretty bare bones, but I can see how it would be very functional and it looks very pretty um, and well-designed as their things tend to be. Day Designer itself, however, the company is also kind of moving forward with some really lovely, lovely products for this season. So I've been really impressed with what their covers look like. I've never seen a Day Designer in person, by the way. I would love to see one. I would love to play with one. But they have some great layouts that include like, you know, daily meal planning and um, to-do items and time sent a little timetable. It's just a very nice daily layout that they offer. Kind of in the competitor, kind of similar genre of planner, I would say the Simplified are also very beautiful this year. Lots of rainbow colors on the tabs. I've heard their paper has gotten a little bit thicker, which is fantastic. And also for people who really enjoy having a pretty but predefined layout for each page, the Simplified can be a great choice and the releases look beautiful. Inkwell Press did their release and they have their classic hexagon motif throughout and a lot of emphasis on goal setting and prioritizing. Their products do remain ring bound. But for those who enjoy those, they're a great option. I used to use an Equal Press planner as kind of my separate goal-setting planner. And I may go back to that in the future. But they have some really lovely products there. What else do I have on this list? I've seen really cute ads for the Ink and Volt planners. They're very, very thick. So you have to be willing to have kind of like a, a brick on your desktop. But they do look like they have a lot of functional material in the middle. Uh, The Amplify planner is a quarterly planner, and I learned about this on Planners and Wine, that looks like it has a very functional daily layout. So if you're just looking for something to get you through October to December, you might want to consider a full focus planner, which, by the way, they did a redesign as well, or an Amplify. Cloth and paper, of course, remains extremely popular. They have these beautiful subscription boxes. They tend to fit in ring-bound types of systems um, in various, I think mostly A5, but I think some other paper sizes as well. 
and just a lot of beautifully designed accessories and just a really nice minimalist vibe that a lot of people are really enjoying either keeping very minimal with just like neutral colored highlighters and little, you know, like geometric neutral colored sticky notes. It's a really nice look, but that's been very, very popular. I, I, I feel like I can't invest in a brand new ring bound system right now because I really tend to use bound products and, but I see the, I see the appeal and I'm tempted. So I get you if you're going that way. Hobonichi, we're going to do a whole episode on what I ended up choosing from the Hobonichi planner sale. Well, not sale, but the, the lineup this year. And my daughter is even going to do a little cameo on what she picked out, but that'll be to come in a future episode. And then I'll say that there are some planners that have not, as of this moment, and as of the airing, announced what their covers and such are going to look like. That includes Power Sheets, uh, which you also may hear about on a later episode, Moxie Life, which you also may hear about on a later episode. And I think the Jaboon Techos actually just released, so maybe I'll include some information on that when we talk about the Hobonichi haul that I received from Japan just a few days ago. All right, so feel free to share your favorite brands that I didn't mention. I do have like a really gigantic, long, comprehensive list. For example, someone just reminded me of Planner Pad, and then there's a Curate Your Life Planner, Curation Planner, I believe, in Australia that looks amazing. The Amelia Lane Paper Planner in Australia looks beautiful. There are just so many brands out there. I cannot get to them all, but please let me know if you have a favorite that I haven't mentioned because I, I always love to look at new products and interesting products and especially products that have something a little bit different about them. So I think that's it. That was a lot. We talked our favorite, my plan, favorite planning related podcast, my favorite planning inspiration books, and then just a little bit about my favorite new fall releases, or at least the ones that have caught my eye so far. And this has been your Popery episode of Best Laid Plans. We will see you next week for more planning-related content, likely a focus on the Hobonichi. Have a great week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.